be able to grow. We're blessed to, again, try and work on ourselves, work on the way we think, work on our perspective. And as we say all the time, it's not something that we don't have to constantly be working towards. It's something that every day, even if yesterday was a good day, even if yesterday was a bad day, it doesn't matter. This morning, we wake up in the morning and we say, is that it's a new day, it's a new life. And it gives us an opportunity, each and every one of us, every day gives us an opportunity to change the way we think about things, to grow. And the reason I say it doesn't matter what happened yesterday is because even if you were successful two hours ago, if you have negative thoughts coming to you, or you want to strengthen your thoughts, you have to strengthen them again. New. You can't, you can't be resting, um, what do they say, resting on your laurels, right? To, to wait for something to make you happy, wait for something to change you. You have to change yourself. You have to change yourself. So that's one of the reasons that we learn purity of speech every day. The reason we learn purity of speech every day is because we want to remember, right, it happened to be Baruch Shem at the Shabbos table, where, where uh, this is all the schus learning, the, I think, schus learning Hilchus Lashon Hara, where I was there and I bought a new harif, um, and I like harif, right, the spice, and when it's too strong, I don't like it so much. And uh, it probably wouldn't have been Lashon because people didn't know where I bought it from. But my, when, I, when I ate it, my mouth was burning. So what I said was, the kharif is too strong. Now, if I would have stopped there by saying the kharif is too strong, and somebody would know where I bought the kharif, it could be that that could be Lashon right? Even though people could say, okay, it's too strong. You think it's too strong. But right afterwards, I said, it's too strong. And then I said, for me. Right? So those two words, for me, make a difference. Then it's not Lashon Hara. So even if people know where you got the Kharif, it's not Lashon Hara to say the Kharif is too strong for me. Because I'm not saying it's on the Kharif, I'm saying on me. But it just goes to show you how, how in one second a person could just go ahead and, and speak, say something negative, you know, uh, about even food, you know, say something negative about food, that you bought something from somewhere, and then right away, someone's going to say, oh, I'm not going to go buy right, those dips from that brand of dips or whatever you're going to buy, and then it could end up being, it could end up being a big problem. But I said, I said afterwards, I said uh, at the table, I said, Baruch Hashem, I believe that Hashem threw in those words for me right away, because... Um, when you learn the Hilchus Lashnara every day, and you do it every day, right? Baruch Hashem. Also, you guys want to hear something incredible. Um, the morning after the charity, right? Uh, the morning after, meaning that morning, not after. An hour later, so after davening, after davening, Nisanel Alexander comes over to me and says, maybe we could learn Maybe we could learn just a quick piece on purity of speech, right? So I was like, great, I'm always, right? We didn't have sheer, right? I'm tired, it was about 7 o'clock in the morning. 
crazy story. So I said, sure. So he picked up a random periodic sheet and opened it up. And I said, okay, wherever you open up, we'll just start reading. So we opened it up. I don't know if I'll be able to find it. Doesn't matter. I'll just tell you basically what he says. He opens it up, right? And, and he starts reading. And he says, people are always looking for ways to make money and to have finance, financial stability and to have money come to you. The best way to have the finances and shefa and money is through Shmir Salashin. That's what he says. That's what we learned. That was the piece we learned right afterwards. I said, I said, Baruch Hashem. I mean, you never know. Never know. Right? Very good time. Right? Many people are always looking how to make money, how to make money. You shut your mouth. Shut your mouth, Baruch Hashem. This chus, probably that the yeshiva that we learn, and we learn the Hilchus Lashon Hara, right? This that, right? There's tremendous shefa that comes, that comes to all of us. Okay, and also on a personal level, just to rem- we always have to remember, we have to remember. Sometimes it's hard not to speak Lashon Hara. Sometimes we have negativity inside of us, and when we talk Lashon Hara, ah, it feels good. We get it out of ah, I hate that guy. That guy's on. Ah, and you get it out of you. But the truth is, you never really deal with the problem ultimately that's inside of you. When a person doesn't speak Lashon Hara, what happens is, is that it forces him to deal with himself. It forces a person to really try and understand himself and deal with himself and not, not, not think that the problems that I have are outside of me, but rather the problems that I have are within myself. So when a person shuts his mouth, he's chosim as piv, so what happens is he's able to, to really recognize and start dealing with, with his problems. Okay, question, comments, and then we'll do the, the halacha in practice. Question, comments? Okay, page 289, 109. Right? Interesting, I just want to speak this out. He says, imagine your friend is eating meat which you realize is not kosher. Day 109, page 289. Instead of telling him right away, it's treif, stop eating it, you think to yourself, let him enjoy the meat, and when he finishes, I'll tell him that it's not kosher. Of course you wouldn't do that. Why would you want your friend to continue eating the meat? With every bite, he's over another avera. That's how we appear when we wait until our friends finish his Lashon Hara and not stopping him in the middle. With every word, we allow him to transgress terrible Averis. Okay. What to do? Yes. Why would I be eating it on purpose? So what's the point? Right. So I don't know if he's talking about a guy who's, who's uh, eating meat on purpose. I think he's not talking about somebody who doesn't know. So Avada, for sure, somebody who's talking Lashon Hara on purpose, right, it's sad, very sad for a guy. A guy like that is, is like very sad, like I feel bad for him. Like on purpose, I want to, I don't care. <coughs> he's very hurt, a person like that. So a person like that, you got to sort of like give him a hug and a kiss. And, and he, he just needs, he's, in, he's like in pain 
bleeding. You know, I don't think he's, he's referring to that. Oh, thank you. So probably not. So you have to know. Correct. So 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 you have to know your customers, so to speak. Well, it's probably telling to someone. It's probably telling in a situation where someone doesn't know and someone wants to know, and you're like, by the way, that might be. Oh yeah, you're right. Good point. Thank you. But if it's someone who's not going to listen anyway, someone who's going to, you know, you'll turn them off by saying it. It's by anything. By anything. Correct. Correct. We're talking about, you know. Us, where we know we're, we're trying to work on ourselves. Okay. When you're unsure if the information is relevant to you, here's the example. When your friend starts talking to you about someone, how do you know whether or not you're allowed to listen? How do you know whether or not the information is relevant to you? For example, your friend tells you your neighbor is a bit, and he starts talking. So if you suspect that it might be Lashon Hara, you might be able to ask him right away, do I need to know this information? If your friend says yes, then you can listen, but you don't necessarily have to believe it. You also have to make sure that no other people are listening to the conversation. Why? Since the information doesn't apply to them, they don't have to listen to it. However, if your friend says no, the information is not relevant to you, it's just an interesting story, then you must tell her or him that I'm not interested in hearing it. This is a very good tactic, says the Chavetz Chaim. Not only will your friend stop talking now, he or she will not come to you in the future with more stories. Your friend will realize that you are not a good customer for Lashon Hara. Hilchus Lashon Hara Vav and Gimel. And that's something that we've spoken about many times is that you have to start knowing the people who you're friendly with and you're hanging around with. You have to know if they're going to go ahead and speak Lashon Hara to you. If there are people who are going to speak Lashon Hara, there are people who are going to say negative things, then you have to know that from the get-go. You have to know that when you start off. And, uh, you know, as, as we've spoken, many of you are going home for, for Bein Azmanim, for Pesach, and it's very, it's it's going to be very challenging because you're entering, or maybe not challenging, but I'm saying it could be if you're going home and you're going to places where you're going to be hanging around. People are going to ask you, "How's this? How's that?" You have to be very, very careful when it's vacation time. You have to be very, very careful when you're here in yeshiva. You have your schedule. You know your people like this. When you go home, you start meeting other people who you haven't seen in a while. And you forget sometimes that this guy might speak Lashon Hara to you, this guy might say this, this person might do this. You have to be very, very careful to protect yourself from that. All right, question, comment. Okay, Gavaldik. And every day, to see the good in ourselves, to see the good in our friends, to be able to work on our our being positive and we always have to remember being positive is sometimes accepting that we're negative being positive isn't always oh everything is great 
being positive sometimes is saying I'm okay with the fact that I'm being negative right now. That's a positive thought, remember. It's a positive thought to say I'm okay that I'm judging someone negatively right now. That is a positive thought. So Hashem should help us and all the Jewish people not to be makabal any Lashon Hara, not to speak any Lashon Hara, not to hear any Lashon Hara, not to be involved in anyone who talks Lashon Hara, to be a, Hashem will protect us and all the Jewish people today and every day from Lashon Hara. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue in, in the Hakadama of the Mesil Sharim. Very, very powerful. The Hakadama, um, where where the Ramchal is listing the concepts in Avodas Hashem in being a good Jew and being a Jew who's successful as a Jew, recognizing that if I'm not going to work on certain areas in my life, there is no way that I'm going to be able to have them. It's not like eating breakfast. It's not like going to sleep where those are things that you don't have to work on. You don't have to work on eating breakfast. Right? That's something that's natural. You don't have to work on being tired. That's something that's natural. You don't have to work on, on waking up. Right? That's something that's natural. People can only sleep a certain amount of time. But when it comes to being a giver, when it comes to a hava, when it comes to yira, when it comes to having yira sashem, when it comes to being somebody who is inspired by Hashem's Torah, inspired by tefillah, those are things that we have to work on. And the last thing he says is that, is that, how are we going to uh, cleanse our thoughts if we cannot purify them from the physical, physical blemishes, which basically means the thoughts that we have, it's funny that that's what we're just talking about, not funny, it's Minah uh, Shemayim, right? That if you're a negative thinker, or if you have things in your head from your past, you have past trauma, and you think a certain way, if you're not going to work on changing your thoughts, who's going to, who's going to fix them? And he says very clearly, Mi yiyashrin, umi yitaknin. Who is going to straighten you out? Who is going to fix you? If I'm not going to pay attention to my life, to my thoughts, to me becoming a happy person, for me becoming a more in touch with myself emotionally, for me becoming a person who is the way I want to live my life, if I'm not going to fix them, who will fix them? Listen to what he says. If we would recognize the truth of this, he says we would love it, we would do it for ourselves, and we would teach other people. It's incredible that the Ramchal says that. You would naturally want to share it and say, I'm telling you, if you fix yourself, you will be happier than if you work to fix other people. Listen to what he says. He says, if you search like money and like pearls and like jewels and you are so focused and you're hungry and you're obsessed to be a better person, then you will find it. He says, it doesn't say, 
Oz Tavin philosophy, Oz Tavin Tchuna, Oz Tavin Rufua, Oz Tavin Dinim, Oz Tavin Alachas, Ela Oz Tavin Yiras Hashem. This is what he says. There are no, no shortcuts to go ahead and to be a Jew who is a Jew who loves other Jews, to be a Jew who has a connection to Hashem, to be somebody who is clear about his thoughts, a person who wakes up every morning happy, a person who goes ahead and has a connection to Torah. There are no shortcuts. There's a path. There's a path that you can achieve. But you can't have a shortcut. A person, when it comes to other things in life, you can have a shortcut. Some people make money very quickly. You can go ahead, that's a shortcut. Sometimes people are born with money, right? Or sometimes people make money quickly, and that's it. But in order to be somebody who is an Obed Hashem, that is something that you have to work on and work on and work on. If you want to be a good husband, you want to be a great husband, that's something you have to work on Every day of your life. Every day of your life. And the more you work on it, the better you become. There are no shortcuts to that. There are no shortcuts to be somebody who's a lover and a giver to people. There's no shortcuts. That's something that a person has to work on. There are no shortcuts for a person to go ahead and to have a connection to Hashem, a connection to His Torah. It's something that you have to work on constantly. And says the Ramchal, says the Ramchal, is that we live in a society. We live... In a society, this is Ramchal talking hundreds of years ago, where, where, where people are distracted from focusing and working on the things that are most important in life. A person is willing to spend years and years to work on things that don't make a difference in a person's life. But the most important things are things that a person uh, will, will, will sometimes not... He says, How come a person doesn't say, I have an hour in my day, I have two hours in my day that I'm setting aside to work on how I can become a happy person, right? We've spoken about this many times. Readers are leaders. How come a person doesn't spend an hour a day, two hours a day, working on other areas in his life? He says, okay, you know what? I'm going to work on my anxiety. I'm going to work on my uh, uh, emotional health. I'm going to work on my relationships. A person says, oh, I'm too busy. He says, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Question, comment. Question, comments, please. This riles me up. This riles me up. Question, comments. You hear what he's saying? You hear what he's saying? He's saying, how come we don't set aside time for things that are more important and the most important and things that we know are most important? It's unbelievable. Yeah, question, comments, please. Okay. We continue. Listen to what he says. And he's going to start listing what they are 
and how to begin to acquire everything that he's referring to. He says in order for a person to reach it and to acquire it and to own it, you need to spend time. And here he goes. He's going to list five things that the entire Sefer is based on. Here we go. Here are the five things that the Sefer is based on. Number one, Lira es Hashem Number two, Lechas Bechol Drachav. Number three, Lahava Oso. Number four, Lavod es Hashem Elokecha Bechol Levavav Bechol Nafshecha. And number five, to be Shomer his mitzvahs. Kan kolal kol chelke shlemes avoda nirtes l'shmo yisparach. So the Ramchal says like this. Well, the, beauty, the beauty of the Ramchal is he makes it very organized and he makes it very, very clear how to work on yourself. And he says that there are five main components that a person needs in order to be a complete Jew. And we're going to talk about all five of them. And here, here it starts. Number one, Hayira. Yira. Yira is Yira Sromamusu Yisbarach. Sheyira Melfanov Kamosh Yira Melfnei Melakadu Venora Viyevash Megdulasai. I'll call to Nuashu Balasonea. Kolshkein Bedab Lefanov Betfilo. Obaasko Betarasa. Let's start with that. We've spoken about this before, and he's going to spend a lot of time talking about Yira. But Yira basically means is that a person recognizes the greatness of Hashem. A person realizes how amazing Hashem is. And he realizes how infinite and how incredible Hashem is, how much greatness Hashem does for us, and how a person is a, is a mortal being. How a person is a person who he's going to die one day, how a person needs Hashem, how a person needs other people, how in one second a person's life can be turned upside down, chas v'shalom, and that a person realizes that Hashem is there for me. Yira, like we always say, is the letters of Re'ia, which means Hashem is in my life. I bring Hashem in my life. You know, many people, many people are focused, right, very much on, on what Hashem and Halavai, what Hashem does, what can Hashem do for me. When a person makes a list of all the things that Hashem does for him, when a person realizes all of the incredible gifts that Hashem gives to him, so Mamela, what that ignites is the want and desire for me to give back. The greatest relationship that people have is when you have two people giving to each other constantly. Hashem is constantly giving to us. When a person recognizes all the gifts that Hashem is giving to us, then what happens is that it motivates him and pushes him to give back to Hashem. And when you're doing that, yes, Gabi. How is that you? Isn't that more Oh, very good. Correct. Correct. So you're, it's a very good point. Yira and Ahava are, are the two wings, they say, are the two wings that work together. They're always working together. Because when a person has Yira, that brings, right, there's Yira Tata, there's Ahava, and then Yira. And it goes, they're constantly moving with, with each other. When a person has this 
Yira, right? What happens when a person has a Yom Narayim? He has Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. What comes right after that? Sukkot. What's what, what, what Sukkot? Ahava. Ahava. Because right after you have Yira, and correct, that's all I'm saying. Yira is once I recognize what Hashem is doing for me, that's the Yira, then it ignites me to do for Him. But the first step, correct, is for a person to recognize, to open up his eyes, to be Roeh. Yira is Malashim, to be Roeh, to be Ria, to recognize all the gifts that Hashem does for me. What's the challenge? The challenge is, when a person doesn't go outside, when a person walks around and he has quiet, he doesn't have his phone with him, and he goes in and he starts listening and he thinks, he says, wow, look how beautiful it is. Look how blessed I am. Look that I can breathe. And he starts recognizing Hashem is great. One day I'm going to die. Hashem was here before I was alive. Hashem is going to be here after I'm alive. He realizes how Hashem could do anything for me. Hashem could change anything. Hashem, if I connect myself to Hashem, I can accomplish anything. He starts getting a perspective. As the Kutzka Rebbe says, where is Hashem? Hashem is wherever you bring Him and you let Him in. If you let Him in, He'll be there. Question, comments? That's, let's say, a little snip of Yira, which we're going to talk about more. And it's interesting, he says, O B'tzila, O B'asko B'tarasa. When a person davens, da'alafnei Oimeid is that a person recognizes that I'm standing in front of Hashem and I can ask Hashem anything. You can ask Hashem anything. A lot of times when a person davens, he feels guilty. He's like, oh gosh, I don't want to ask Hashem for this little stupid thing, right? This little thing. It's the exact opposite. Hashem wants you to ask Him for everything. Hashem wants you to ask Him for everything. It says the reason Yosef HaTadik was Matliach in the base Ashes Potiphar and the bias of Potiphar, it says that everything he did, Potiphar says, how are you so incredible, he said to Yosef HaTadik. How do you accomplish? How are you able to have everything? How there? So he says, the tea that you make me. The Medjur says that Yosef HaTadik asked him, how is the tea delicious every time you make me a tea? So he says, whenever I make you the tea, you know what I say? I dive into Hashem and I say, Hashem, I want the tea that I'm making to be delicious for Potiphar. I want everything that I do to be. When a person has a mind and he dives to Hashem, says, Hashem, I want everything to work out. And he wakes up in the morning and says, Hashem, bring me happiness. Hashem, make things work out. That's the craziness. Right? Dvarim, Dvarim, the Gemara and Bracha says, right, that one of the things that's Oymid Baruma Shal Adam. Is what is Tfila? If we would recognize the power of Tfila, that a person can ask for anything. Can ask for anything. Mamish ask for anything. Yes. Yes. Right. Beautiful. Great question. So we're going to learn later on, Mitzvah we'll learn it later on, that, that the Ramchal says straight out that the first step for Yira, the first step for Yira is that closeness. To look at Hashem as literally, he says this, Ramchal, I got this from the Ramchal, and I make this up myself. I got it from the Shul Vitar. Because you're supposed to look at Hashem like He is your friend. 
And once you look at Hashem like He's your friend, He says, and you're talking to your friend, and suddenly you get a little bit like of like, whoa, like you get that closeness, and then you're like, whoa, I'm talking to Hashem. But if you always start with the whoa, then you'll never get close to Him. When you start sometimes really talking and opening yourself up to Hashem, you do a little hispodidus, you start really talking to Hashem and asking Him for things, like talking like really from your heart, then, then the yira comes. An awe, correct. It's not fear. It's the opposite of that. It begins with fear, but he's not, that's not the ultimate level. The ultimate level is a relationship with Hashem. Yira is malash. That's why I always say it. Yira and Ri'ya are the same letter. You see Hashem, you live with Hashem. That's not fear. There is an awe that comes from it because you recognize Hashem is there wherever you are. Yes. Yeah, you're just gonna say that um, the what you said is highlighted from that. If if a person doesn't um, know about that uh, first thing of fear, then he's not gonna get to all because he's gonna be off to what's going on. Right. Correct. Like within, so, so correct. Like the way he said it made it um Right, correct. Made it what? It made it more sense to me that it's like one, two, three, right? Right. If I know about the fear, then when I'm praying that somebody's my friend, That's one of the reasons they say you say Hashem Sosai Tiftach, Halavai, that we're on the level where where we have this awe, Halavai, Halavai. But one thing that that I'm sure many of you have experienced is that you get tremendous siyata deshmaya. When a person really opens up to Hashem and he really opens up from the depth of his heart and he talks to Hashem and he really develops a relationship with Hashem. Think about it this way: Could you imagine having a great relationship with Hashem? Could you imagine having this relationship with Hashem that is so real that you wake up in the morning and you're with Hashem and you go to sleep and you're with Hashem and you're talking to Hashem you're constantly in touch with Hashem that a person can transform his entire life you want money, Hashem will give you money you want happiness, Hashem will give you happiness you want a shidduch Hashem will give you a shidduch you want, you want whatever it is, whatever it is, when a person has contact with Hashem in a really, really, really deep way, when you really have a relationship with Hashem in a deep, deep way, your life is a different life. You're living on a different planet. You're not afraid of things. You're not scared of things. You don't, you don't judge things. You m- literally are living with Hashem, and it's something I just want to say that is not something that's hard to achieve. 
The way a person can achieve it is by practice. All you have to do is practice. All you have to do is get used to having a connection with Hashem. I know somebody who has on his phone. I know it sounds crazy. He has a, I don't know how you do that. He created a thing that's Hashem where he can leave Hashem messages. And he can WhatsApp Hashem and leave him messages. It's such a beautiful idea. Right? It sounds a little bit, you know, funny if you think about it. But it's a beautiful idea. It means that a person, right? Right? You make it real. Correct. You have to be Lailam Yadam Arum Biira. You have to be creative. You have to be creative in your life. Why would anybody in their right mind not want to access a relationship with God? Why would anybody in their right mind just what? The Yitzhahara's strongest tool. The Yitzhahara's strongest tool is he doesn't want us to have a relationship with Hashem. Because once we have a relationship with Hashem, once we have Yira, once we have Roa, we have Ri'ia of Hashem, that I see Hashem, and guess what? He is done. Amalek, Amalek is the opposite of that. Amalek is a Shekar Chabaderech. Amalek is, eh, it's all Mikra. It's all a coincidence. Eh, it happens, it happens to be. It happens to be that I went here. As it's brought down, the Tzvassem, it says that every person one day is going to have a Megillah himself. Like they say, what was the nace of Purim? Where's the, no nace of Purim. What was the nace of Purim? We say Alanisim. Where's the nace of Purim? Hanukkah was the nace of the menorah. Hanukkah was the nace of the war. What nace of Purim? There's no nace. Go read the Megillah. Show me a nace. There's no nace. So what's the shot? The shot is that, that the whole story, everything that happens is a nace. When a person has Ri'ia and he looks at his life, and one day you're going to look back and you're going to say, oh, this is why I was part of this family. Oh, this is why my father had these issues which brought the issues to me. Ah, this is why my mother's like this. Oh, this is why I went to this school and I had this problem with this, this teacher. Or this. Oh, this is why. But you've got to give yourself time. You're just in your first chapter of your book probably, or maybe second chapter, probably beginning your second chapter. Maybe when you're 18, you begin your second chapter. The first chapter is your childhood, till you're 18 years old. Now it's okay. He finished, this is his background, this is who he is. Now it's time to get moving. Now it's time to write your second chapter that you're beginning to write. And the shot is, is that when a person looks at life like that, and he looks at Hashem like that, bring Hashem into your life. Tell Hashem, help me with this taiva, right? It's the first step. Where do you think they got that from? The first step of the 12. Is that the first step? I don't know the first step. What's the first step? Surrender. Is that the first step? Surrender. What does that mean? It means Hashem, I can't do it. I can't do it. Speak to anybody who works on Shmiras HaKedusha with Shmiras Inyanim, right? Talk to anybody who is Matzliach, who is successful and being Shomer himself in whatever area it is, specifically when it comes to Kedusha, they will all tell you one thing. They dive into Hashem say, Hashem, I can't do it myself. I can't do it myself. I need you to help me. It's like that in everything in life. Hashem, Hashem, I need you to help me. When you start living your life like that, you're living on a different planet and it doesn't have to start, you don't have to wait. It has nothing to do with having a beard and payas has nothing to do with what color shirt you wear. has nothing to do with anything. It has to do with 
your personal relationship with Hashem. Daniel Gross, go for it. Exactly. Correct. Exactly. 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 Your natural, your natural, what Daniel's saying is a beautiful thing. Your natural desires, the only way to beat them, is supernatural. Which is so true. And the only way to do that is by saying, Hashem, I am insecure. Help me have more security. Help me not be self-conscious when I walk into a room, help me not have so much anxiety. Yes, yes. Sir. Right. So what do I have to tell? Right. Right. So, so that's a great. So that's a great question. That's a great question. Okay, Benjamin, you want to go? Right. 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 So, so I want to. So I want to just say something. God willing, Yossi, it's a shame you're going to get married. Right. Right. Sooner than you think. Now, is your wife is your wife gonna know that you that you love her? What? She'll know that. So, are you gonna have to tell her that you love her? Why do I have to tell her that I, I love her? Are your children? Do your children know that you love them? Of course they know you love. So, what do I have to tell them I love you for? What do I have to tell them for? What do I have to what do I have to do that? He, they know. My wife knows. A what? In order to develop the relationship, you gotta talk, you gotta express, you gotta do actions of love, you gotta say things. So too, Hashem's the same thing. Hashem, a person says, Yeah, Hashem, I know you're there. Hashem, first of all, Hashem knows what's in your heart 100%. And a little like Binyamin was saying as well, you're doing it for yourself. But the truth is, what Hashem wants us to do mm-hmm. is He wants us to bring Him into our life. That's what He wants. It sounds a little bit, right? Who, me? Who, me? Yeah, correct. And a person can daven for that also. You could also ask Hashem to help you be more comfortable with Him. You could say, Hashem, I don't know how to talk to you so well. I have difficulty opening up to you. I have difficulty relating to you. Help me learn to relate to you. Help me be more comfortable with that. Help me know what to talk to you. Help me, help me do it more and more. The more you do that, you can have a tefillah for a tefillah. That's what they say, a davening for a davening. I want to daven. One of the things I write down in my thing that I daven for is that I should know how to daven. That's one of the things I daven for. I daven, Hashem, I want my next davening to be better than the davening that I'm davening right there. It's a tefillah. You can daven for that. Good point. Yes, Rabbi C. Yeah, just to echo what Yossi said, this week's Tarsus, I used to be Truma, so how can you give Truma to someone that owns everything? Mm-hmm. What Hashem is doing is mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think what's amazing about a relationship is
you just think from what the other person, whoever that is, and that is the part of your Shemaim. Many people will say, I know many people that are happy without your Shemaim, that are not religious, that are not Jewish, but that is based on their morals. The second they decide to move the, the red line, as we can see in the Western world, so what 10 years ago was an abomination, now we've decided it's not. Your Shemaim means it doesn't matter what I want. It doesn't matter. That's what Hashem wants. And again, we know that Hashem is perfect, and perfect doesn't make mistakes. This is the deal. Beautiful. And I just want to say what Rabbi C was saying is that not 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 that I'm disagreeing with that point, but maybe a little bit that even the secular world, even the secular world, in their books now, if you read the element that everyone puts in is an element of spirituality and a higher cause. So even these books, even the books that are even the 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 seculars and the people who you know are quote unquote whatever or or the non-Jews are recognizing that the only way to really have true happiness is really when you're connecting yourself from Hashem. We, of course, as Jews, Baruch Hashem, when we grow up, when you grow up with something, so you don't always appreciate it as much. So that's why you have to write your own chapter. Right now, till now, maybe your parents wrote the chapter to your life. Or maybe your schools wrote the chapter to your life. You have to ask yourself, when am I going to begin writing my own book of my life. When am I going to transition from dependency to independency? When am I going to transition from what I can give to Hashem, not just what Hashem, which is, by the way, this week's parasha also, Yikuli Truma, is to donate and to give and to build a mishkan. It's all about me contributing to the world. When am I going to learn to be a contributor a contributor to the world, a contributor, so to speak, to Hashem. Hashem calls us His partners. So maybe I have to recognize that I'm actually a partner of Hashem. And once a person re- recognizes that he's actually a partner to Hashem, it changes things a lot. Yes, Rabbi, and then Billy. It's important, I think, to realize that when we write to Hashem, we see that Hashem relates to us in many different terms. Ravinu, Malkinu, and the Zaydi, the Zaydi, or the Father, a King, a Friend. Right, uh, many different ways. That, right. that Hashem wants it to be that way because He has everything. He has everything. He knows everything. It's more for us. He wants us to have different relationships with Him. So at times, when He comes to Shemana after you're supposed to be standing to him and say, I'm not, I think you're standing for a King. But then when He goes out to the field, and we do his brothers, you, you're supposed to be his kaviyachalet friend. Right. Like Rabbi Shimson Pinkus used to say, he said, he saw somebody doing something that he didn't think was appropriate, so he said, why don't you bring another chair? He said, for who? She said, for Hashem. He said, nah, Hashem's not interested in it. So Rabbi Shimson told him, for Hashem's not interested in it, then you should need to be interested. The point was that, yes, there are times that, that because Hashem is everything, but he wants us to relate in different right. ways at different right. times. So he gives us, he gives us many different ways to relate to him, correct. Yes. Go ahead. Beautiful. Very good. Beautiful. Right. 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 Right.
Right? He doesn't care. The Yetzirah says, hey, he doesn't care about my stupid little life that I'm going to ask Hashem that I should be Matzliach on this test. You're going to ask Hashem that I should be Matzliach. You say Tzfilah Zaderach. You say, Hashem, help me get from this place to that place. It says, right, what does it say? Ganva, uh, right? Apum, what's the Lashon? Apum, Machtarta. Oh, I forgot the Lashon. Uh, uh, that, that, that a Ganov. It says, even a robber, when he's, when he's breaking into somebody's home, what does he do? He asks Hashem, Hashem, help me be Matzliach that I should Ganov. I should be a good Ganov. That's a, what? Yes, that's the point. Yes. Yes. Ask for everything. Ask for everything. Because you know why? Because you bring Hashem into your life. Well, you're getting worried. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ask for this, ask for that. Put it in ass. Ask for, you ask for everything. No, but in that Yeah, I'm saying, so what, 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 are you getting, what, what are you getting nervous about? So why are you getting nervous? What are you getting nervous Why are you surprised? I'm saying, what are you surprised? What are you surprised about? That what? That Hashem would help you? No, I'm surprised. No, no, again, again, let's close this out. Good. I'm happy you were saying it. What are you surprised about? That Hashem would actually help me? Or you're surprised that you would access Hashem for that? What do you mean both? Which one? Let's start with one. Now what? Not should. There's not should. You want to ask? You want to do this? Yes or no? Great. And then that's a good. Great. So a guy. So a guy. Okay. The point is, Hashem is there with you. He wants the derech sheadam roitz aleilech. Malichanosa. That's how crazy. That's how crazy life is. That's how crazy it is. That's bechira. Hashem gives you full-fledged power. Full-fledged power. That's how powerful. Even though when a person does that up there, it could be able to be taken much more. He's done an Avera like that with Davin. Yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah, don't worry. You don't have to address that. You'll think about it, Yudah. It's so powerful. So powerful. Think about why it's confusing to you. No, no, I'm saying you'll process why it's confusing to you. But the shot is that that's how much powerful it is and that's how much Hashem wants us to access Him. That's how much Hashem wants us to access Him. No, no. If you realize how much, if you realize how much you have the power, and Hashem gives you the power, and Hashem wants you to include Him, and you are so powerful when you bring Hashem into your life. Hashem is willing to go anywhere with you. Hashem is willing to go anywhere with you. Hashem wants you to bring him into everything, everything and everything and everything. Hashem is in you. Correct. Yes, Dovi. Yeah. Correct. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, beautiful Dovi. Beautiful. All right, what Dovi's saying is that your tivus, your tivus, your tivus are things that, that are this part of you. 
The only way to change that is by accessing Hashem, which is not there. Right? That, that, no, you say, you're saying more than that. You're saying that if a person realizes he, he, he has an issue with drugs, so you get your chance to figure out yourself. But at what point do you say, one second, I'm not figuring it out, so now either listen to someone else or change gears. That's right, beautiful. Right, beautiful. Right, too. Sorry for the clarification. Right, it's true. Okay, Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be Zoka, yes. Right. Right. Correct. Termidvara. Correct. That Hashem gives you Koyach even to do an Avera. Correct. Correct. Hashem is with you more Hashem is with a person no matter what. That's the point. I'm not talking about a person, right? Halavai a person. Halavai, I'm saying, yeah. Halavai a person will realize. Halavai a person would realize. I'm not, I'm not worried about God. Halavai, everyone will bring Hashem more and more into their life. Hashem will bring more and more. I'm not worried about the guy, you know, bring Hashem into his life with all the, you know, halavai. Okay. Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha, especially during Adar. Adar is a tremendous time of Aleph Dar, where Hashem. That's why we read now the parshias of the building of the Mishkan, the Shachanti, the Seicham, Seicholechad, Vechad, because this is the time where, where we're bringing Hashem more into our lives. And guaranteed, guaranteed, the more you bring Hashem in your life, the more happiness you, you will have, the more change you will see, the more ability you will have to accomplish whatever it is that you want to accomplish. Because a person with Hashem could do whatever it is that he wants to do. A person without Hashem can't even get out the front door. You can't even accomplish anything without Hashem. Hashem wants to hold you stuck in an area. You could be stuck, stuck for years and years. If Hashem wants to release you, and Hashem wants to let you out, you can be let out. Yeshua Hashem Keharif Ayin. All you got to do is continue to knock, knock on heaven's doors. That's all you got to do. Keep on knocking and keep on banging and keep on asking Hashem. Keep on asking Hashem to, to, to let me, right? like the Rav was saying before, Mamish, Hashem yearns and desires for us to access Him. He can't wait. He can't wait till we ask Him. Right? Sometimes a person says, oh, and I've had this with people many times, or they'll say, I'm struggling with this, I'm struggling with that. Well, have you spoken to Hashem about it? No. So what, do you, so what do you expect? You're, you're struggling with this thing. So no, sp- speak to Hashem. Uh, you haven't spoken to him about it. So what do you want from me? What do you want from me? Speak to Hashem. Hashem, and don't expect to be answered right after the first davening. Right, give yourself some time. Give yourself some time. To, to Hashem sometimes wants, wants to see how bad you really want it, how bad you want to connect to Him. But guaranteed, Guaranteed that when a person calls out to Hashem, Hashem helps. Hashem helps. Hashem wants to help. And Hashem is there waiting for us to call Him for that help. Hashem should help all of us. Which be Zoha, most importantly, is not to get confused with the now based on our past. Not to be confused with our future based on our past. Because our fears of our future are all built from our past. All your fears of your future are because of your failures of your past. So when a person erases his past 
that he's all excited for his future. So Hashem should help us not deal at all. Yes. Correct. 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 Beautiful. And you can daven for that also. You can daven for that also. Daniel's saying, and it's so true, that it can't just be lip service, because when it really hits your heart, and you're like, ah, Hashem, I really need you, that's when he, that's when he goes ahead, and, and he usually, you know, it's a different, different relationship. So either way, Hashem should help all of us. We should be zocha to smash our rearview mirrors. Zoha to live today because today is all we have. We don't have yesterday. Yesterday is gone. Today is already the tomorrow of yesterday. So we're already at tomorrow right now. So we might as well live today the way we want to live tomorrow because it's tomorrow's today. Today's yesterday's tomorrow. So we might as well just live today the way we want to live in our future. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Today's a no, it's true. Think about it. Okay, I didn't lose, I said it again. Today is yesterday's tomorrow. Rabbi see, you're a smart guy. Rabbi C, today, today is already yesterday's tomorrow. Yesterday, this is tomorrow. So, so, so you might as well live today because you're waiting for tomorrow. Tomorrow will be the same thing. Tomorrow's going to be today. Today is tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Have a wonderful day. Today is the first day of the rest of your life.